day before yesterday, I sent money back to a brand. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Hmm. I sent them their deposit back. I'm like, I don't want to. They're looking like a troublesome client. And I don't want trouble in my life. I left that since. Hello and welcome to 20-somethings Rand Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Fortunes, self-acclaimed spokesperson for 20s. Here on the podcast, we talk about everything bothering us as 20-somethings. From the good, to the bad, to the wings, the ups, the downs, and everything in between without discrimination, judgment, or prejudice. With a goal to build a community of 20-somethings who are empowered to be their best selves, live their best lives, blossom while staying connected and learning from one another. If this is your first time here, welcome. And to returning listeners, welcome back. So let's delve right in. Hi guys, it's another episode of 20 Somethings Rant and I am happy to have you here. I trust that your week has been good. I hope that this meets you well. Okay, that kind of sounded like an email where you send an email to a superior, but yeah, you get the whole drill. I do hope that you're doing okay. And even if it's one of those days where life is just living up and down, I'm sending you virtual hugs and virtual virtual kisses, you know, just sending you all the love. Just so you know that I'm here, I got you. And also, I know what you're feeling, babe, or boo. I got you, okay? And if this is your first time here, hi, my name is Jessica Fortunes and I'm the host of 20-somethings Rant Podcast, where we talk about everything 20-somethings, like the good, the bad, the ups, everything about 20-somethings in the 21st century. So welcome. And if you haven't already, I do hope that you subscribe, you review, you rate on Spotify, on Jamit, on Apple, wherever you get your podcast from. Just make sure to subscribe and be part of this awesomeness, okay? Actually, I'll give you a moment to do that. So hit the subscribe button. (laughs) Okay, so today in the studio, I have with me one of our favorite influencers in Nigeria. Hey, guys, I am blown. I'm not even joking. Like, I am blown and excited to have her in the studio with me today. And today we'll be chatting about what it's like to be an influencer how she became an influencer, how she makes money from being an influencer. Even how did she talk to her parents to say, hey, people, this is the career path I want to follow, you know, because I can imagine all of that conversation that went into that. We'll be talking a lot about this. So if you're like me and you're excited about this, make sure that you listen to this till the very end because it promises to be an interesting conversation. Again, subscribe. Okay. All right. And now... Introducing my guest. <laughs> I have with me Lade. Hi, Lade. Hi, Jessica. Guys, is the hype for me? <laughs> <laughs> it is the hype for me. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. It's easy to tell the truth, you know? I mean, the Man, truth. Jesus' name, I accept all of this <laughs> in Jesus' name. <laughs> so, Lade is a YouTuber, an influencer, a content creator. All of that. Like, I'm here and I'm envying her. Like, girl, how you doing all of this? But let's allow her to tell us a bit about herself. Hi, Lady, Tell us about yourself. Hi, Jessica. Hello, everyone. Wherever you're listening to this, I hope you're having the best day. Because mm-hmm. I am right now. <laughs> Being here is the best thing that's happened to me today. <laughs> so I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So my name is Lade, Lade Oyebode. On Instagram, it says Lade Ibikunle, but your girl got married recently. <laughs> So the name has changed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so my name is Lade and I am a digital content creator. That's how I like to sum it all up. Because mm. there is an aspect of being an influencer, being a creator, being a YouTuber, being an Instagrammer, being a TikToker. <laughs> so I'm just a digital content creator. That's how I like to, you know, put all of that into one umbrella. And what this means is that I create digital content for myself, for brands who want to leverage on my community to reach more people to, you know, basically increase their awareness or make sales or basically just top of mind awareness to people. And that's really what I do. 
Yeah, that's it. Mm, I'm here nodding my head like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm calculating all the money. Stop it, it's not plenty. <laughs> <laughs> it's changed. <laughs> well, let's talk about what's a typical day in your life, like as an influencer, a typical day, a day in your life. So a day in my life involves me waking up, of course. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so I wake up, do my morning chores. I'm still a wife, guys. So... <laughs> I still need to cook. <laughs> that's, that's, that's important, you know. Very food important. is important. <laughs> so, yeah, do my chores. And then I treat my work like I would normal office. Mm-hmm. Especially now that I've even created like an office workspace in my house. So I do everything I need to do. And then I go to my laptop to start working. Now, the work can involve administrative, say, I want to send a red card to someone, I want to drop this invoice, or I have mails to attend to, I have contracts to actually draft, because some brands don't have contracts, and then you have to be the one to draft those contracts for them. So, I'm a lawyer too. Oh, wow. (laughs) Not by profession. (laughs) By circumstance <laughs> of being a content creator, of right? being a content creator, you have to do everything. Yeah, so I drop the contracts, I do some administrative work. Then I go to core work, which involves like either shooting or editing. On the day I'm shooting, I basically lay out what it is I'm shooting. I might be shooting three looks for the day, four looks for the day, or maybe one brand that I need to incorporate four looks into. I basically draw all of that out, set up my outfits, my makeup look. The script should have been ready before editing, so I have that on deck. Do my makeup, or if I want to, you know, go out for a makeup, I go out and I get my makeup done, or if the makeup artist is coming to my studio, my house, we do the makeup, and then I start recording. Yeah, that's basically it. And on the days I'm editing, I go into edit mode straight up. And then there is also community management because I have to manage my community. I have to reply to comments. I have to say, oh, thank you so much for watching my video today. <laughs> Please come back next time. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, so there's, there's, there's a whole lot, really. Wow. And that's, that's, the, that's my typical day. It, sound, it sounds very interesting. I can imagine also going for events, looking all yes. glam. You're looking glam now. Yes. Because mm. <laughs> I have like obligatory events to go to like you must if you want to remain relevant mm. in this industry. it's about relevance mm. I feel like that's the whole conversation mm-hmm. we're going to get into very yeah. very soon yeah but then at what point did you decide that you wanted to be an influencer or you wanted to be a digital content creator because right now I feel like did you know from the start I mean it's very interesting listening to you talk about all these things you get to do not like mm-hmm. us with the 9 to 5 and you're trying to mm-hmm. jump boss to get to work you're going to meet the boss who's going to probably tell you you didn't do something well or all of that <laughs> you know this sounds very interesting so at what point did you decide that this is what you wanted to do I am not sure exactly what point I decided to be a digital content creator but I've always known from the beginning that I was going to be a creative head Mm. I, I'm not one of those content creators that went to school to study medicine. I actually went to study mass communications because mm. I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And really in Nigeria, you don't have a lot of courses that allows you to be creative as you were. It's only like mass communications or mm. um, maybe creative tech, arts. Uh, creative arts. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Those. So it's either you're an actor or a mass communicator. That's if you want to study it for real, four years, have a BSc and all that. So that was what I studied in school. And I thought going from there, I was going to be like, say, TV presenter, a radio presenter. I had the chance with my, um, what was that thing they do? in NYC. No, no, no. Um, industrial training or something oh, like that. IT. IT, exactly. I had the opportunity. I worked at NT. I worked at Inspiration FM. But then also, I liked documenting my life even before Instagram became a thing. Mm. When it was like Facebook, because guys, I'm not, I don't say for this life. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't say for this life small. (laughs) So, I mean, Instagram came in my time. (laughs) I'm a millennial, I'm not a Gen Z. Wow. So, yes, I've always documented my life like that on Facebook. And people just found it ridiculous. Like, what are you doing? I'm one of those people that would do, like, outfits and I would do three 
you know, collage. I'll do three pictures. I never put up one picture. It's impossible. I always do three, four. Sometimes I do six. And like that was an error. <laughs> an error. <laughs> Photo grid. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I've always wanted to like document my life, document my fashion, doc oh, the lack thereof. <laughs> Basically just document my life. I think it was at the point of finishing university. Hey, great Bowen nights. Hi, mm. if you're listening. <laughs> it was at that point I knew I wanted to do something creative. Where I didn't know, but then I just knew that I had to be in the creative space. Otherwise, I won't be able to function. Mm -hmm. I cannot really solve mathematics. And I cannot be looking for something that is not lost inside your intestine. It's not for me. <laughs> never. Never going to be me. So, yeah, that was the transition for me. Mm, I, I like that. I think everyone, okay, maybe not everyone, because also me, I... I read English. I'm a graduate of English. I always yeah. thought that, oh, I was going to be a creative person. Mm -hmm. I was going to actually be an OAP. I, yeah. I did my NYC. I mean, you're not far from it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I did my NYC at NAN, Nigerian, what's that thing? News agency. News, news agency, Nigeria. yeah. And I was a reporter. I did a few things with some radios here and there. And, you know, I get that feel of, you know, wanting to be creative and express yourself and also mm -hmm. the course at which you took. But right now, I know that you're doing this full-time. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> that's some audacity. It's the audacity it's for me. Audacity. I mean, I'm doing this and People I thought I was crazy. I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm here. I mean, I'm doing this content creating thing with you. And I'm like, how is she? <laughs> I'm here. Like, I'm like, how, how are you doing it? Because for me, it's like, I like the safety of I know. Of, of nine to yes. five, you know. And this, I, this... This, as good as it is, and as much as I enjoy doing this and, you know, recording and getting guests and having an amazing time, this, I'm also scared of what if at the end of the month, I don't get enough money to take care of myself mm -hmm. and I need to, you know, do basic things. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, here is you who has decided to take the big leap. Yeah. So I'm thinking, what was going through your head when you decided to take that leap and how has he been so far? Guys, we are going to thank 2020 for this decision. Ah. 2020 was a life-changing year for me in many, many ramifications. Um, so I started out working basically in a creative agency. So I was with, I mean, top creative agencies in Nigeria, advertising agencies, I mean, some digital, some traditional. And I spent about six years in the creative agency I went from being like a community manager to a senior copywriter to an acting creative director and <laughs> things like that. Like I actually really did grow through the ladder and my work spoke for itself. I, sometimes I go to YouTube and I'm seeing the ads that you probably have seen for brands that I was the one that wrote and mm. produced and everything like backstage. So 2019 came and... I was just tired. I'm doing influencing on the side and then I'm also doing nine to five. And if you're in Nigeria and you work in an advertising agency, you know that nine to five is not really nine to five. Mm. It's like nine to sometimes we're shooting an ad till 2 a.m. Mm. We are having a brainstorm session till 10 p.m. And I still need to go home and come back early for a pitch the next day, say we are having like a really great pitch for like a really great brand. So it was it was just a lot for me. And a lot was going through my mind from 2019. So my last job, I quit in 2019. So 2020 came and it was the start of the lockdown. And I was bored as hell. Yes, I had my phone and I was still doing content creation, but I was actually bored. So it's early 20. 20, I just said, okay, I'm going to try for another job. But this time I'm going to go to the client side. So now I'm calling the shots. I'm like the head of marketing on the client side. And I'm the one talking to creative agencies to give me this, give me that. Was I in for like the rudest shock of my life? The thing is, as the marketing head, you are carrying the company on your head, especially if it's a tech firm, which it was actually. So... You're in charge of marketing, communications. You're looking in charge of sales. Do you get? Mm -hmm. So your KPIs are tied to sales, tied to 
communication users? side to brand sentiment. Side. <laughs> it was just a lot. But I did that for about seven months and three months to my wedding in 2020, which was December. I got married like late 2020 because I didn't want a lot of people to come. So I don't have to spend money. <laughs> I should be and things like that. I'm like, nah, fam, I'm going to do this 2020. <laughs> my parents were like, wait till 2021. This whole thing would have come down. I said, that's what I don't want. <laughs> I don't want this whole thing to come down. And then I'm having... One million people at my wedding. <laughs> Possible. I Imagine want an influencer. There's no one to us to come. It's okay. Fam, it's, it's money. okay. It's okay. Money no? and the stress of planning. I didn't want to go to Balogu Market to be looking for Ashwebi. <laughs> like, it's not my portion. We would have bought our clothes. But it's okay. Okay. No cool. problem. We're, we're right. listening to the story. Sha, in December 2020, I decided, no, I'm going to quit. And I'm not going to be one of those people that said, oh, I took a big risk. It was a risk, but it wasn't a big risk because I knew I was joining my den finances. I was earning well as a, as head of marketing. I was earning well, like well. One and a half month salary will pay my full rent for the year. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was good. But I knew that, okay, with what I have saved, which is not a lot, but with what I have saved and joined with my... <laughs> I don't want to sound as a user. <laughs> but joined with my, it comes with the territory of getting married. Joined with my husband's finances. Mm. We are good to go, mm. at least for the next two years, which was what I gave myself. So this is 2022. By December, I have to review if I want to go back to 9 to 5 <laughs> or I want to continue doing content creation. So it was a strategic move for me because and I, I knew I, there was no other time for me to make this move other than that. Mm. So I just, I just said, okay, I'm going to do this. Influencing wasn't paying as much. It still isn't paying as much. I'm not getting my salary every month. But then I'm in my house. I am working for myself. I have my time. I'm happy now to go for events. Before, when I'm invited to things, I have to decline because I have work. She gets. But now I can actually do all of those things. And I can actually be creative. If you are on my Instagram between 2020 and now, you will notice a major difference in the delivery of my content. You will know that it has changed. And that is something for me. So I'm building my own brand. And I am jollying in the fact that all brands go through the same thing. The first one year, first two years are usually rocky. You're still trying to find yourself. And after that, it booms. That's what I'm holding on to because... I know that it's you. You introduced me as a superstar. I'm really not. <laughs> and I'm just a praying to God that we'll attain that status, like my you know Igbo people with me one day. <laughs> yeah. So it was a very strategic move, and I knew in my heart of hearts that I was ready. And I also had a safety net. I had my savings for the next two years. I had enough saved for the next two years. I might need to cut back on some things, say travel or eating out and things like that. But I was good for the next two years. So that was the assurance that I had. Mm, Amazing stuff. That's actually very, very, you know, very revealing. Because a lot of Mm. times you just see people on Instagram or YouTube just say, I quit my job to do this. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay, what what did did you do? do? I mean, like, let's not take away the fact that your job is, like, very important. Because I tell people, right now, I'm doing this. But the reason why I'm able to do this is actually because I have a 9 to 5. Mm -hmm. In the sense that even if this doesn't give me money, there's no sponsorship and all of that. I have a 9 to 5 that allows me to put money into this. Because I'm Mm -hmm. spending money in this. Yeah. Spending money, going for transport fare. Yeah. You know, probably paying for a studio. Doing all of these things. If I did not have a nine to five backing me up, because my father is not Dangote, my mother is not Tedola and all Same. of that. So, <laughs> so if I did not have that, I would actually not be able to do this as best as I want to. I probably the, th- the thing is actually a lot of influencers and content creators, especially if you've not blown and you're here in Nigeria, your nine to five, correct me if I'm wrong, we can take a poll on this and I know I'm going to be right. <laughs> Your nine to five is kind of funding your mm-hmm. influencing life for now till you blow. Yeah. Which is why, like, I'm like, girl, you are, you are a superstar in my head. Like, you, 
I can I, I want to at some point be able to say, okay, I'm taking this one year to really focus on this. Yeah. And to hear that you've gotten to that point and for you to like have shared like, yo, what's that English now? Here English fills me. I still <laughs> but experience. Have, yeah, you know, for you to also have shared your thought process. Yeah. A lot of people don't share their thought process. Even the mm-hmm. fact that you said, Oh, after two years you're going to go back to review to see yes. oh how has this gone, you know, yeah. and then make some changes or decide whatever. Yeah. But I'm very sure that it, very soon you're gonna be dancing in the morning. Come on. <laughs> I cannot wait to dance in the morning. I'm using dollars to clean my tears. I know. Right? <laughs> but then how did your parents take it? Because I mean, <laughs> even me working remote, I get it from my mom every time. She'd be like, I like you going to work, go to the office. I'm mm-hmm. like, Mm-hmm. Me now. Mm-hmm. Even people asking you on the mm-hmm. road, are you not working? I'm like, guys, are my you paying my bills? My has asked me. Are you paying my, my bills? My neighbor has asked me. Uh-uh. Your husband goes to work every day. Like, you are you? What are you doing? Like, what's your business? <laughs> I don't even know you. What's your own? Oh my god! Or your guestman looking at you one kind because you're always receiving packages, like <laughs> food packages, clothes. <laughs> What's happening here? Are you a yahoo yahoo mm-hmm. <laughs> So how did you have that conversation with your parents and also all of these side talks from people? At the beginning, it was easier because I still had my nine to five. So mm, they, yeah. they basically just... Um, had an assurance in the fact that, okay, this girl at least has nine to five. It's just that she would be changing clothes on the road <laughs> like a mad woman. So that was that. But when I decided in 2020, ah, my mom was like, can't you do six more months? And I knew what she, she wanted me to do six more months. So that at the end of that six months, she'd be like, can't you do another six months? Do another six months. But it was, it was a conversation that I just had to have. I just said, see, I am not doing this anymore. I am, at least for now, I'm not going back to this office. I just want to be on my own. I want to, I want to have my own time. And then I now guilt tripped her. I said, it's you that say I should marry since so now I'm getting married. <laughs> now you want me to be leaving my husband's house to be going to work every day. At that point, her voice reduced small. Sometimes you have to throw, throw mm-hmm. their whatever back into back at their face. So yeah. not rudely, but you know, you have to also throw it back and say, See, I need to mind my home. I mean, that's not the reason why you're doing this, but just to appease your parents. I need to mind my home. Mm-hmm. I need a lot of things. If you are, say, you are in school or whatever, say, I need to focus on my education <laughs> and not be distracted by this nine to five. I need to get a master's degree and not be distracted. Like, give them something to, you hold know, to. yeah, to hold on to. And do it also knowing that you've done it for a while and they see the potential. Mm. It might be difficult for them to realize the potential, but then they see it. I know many outfits that have come to me that I've given to my mom. Mm. I know many brand things that have come to me that I'm like, no, I don't want to use this. I've given to my mom. I know the exposure or places I go to and then they are seeing, they are seeing my siblings, mom or whatever. Like my sister came to me and said, you're popular in my school. <laughs> You're popular in my school. People know you in my school. Like, things mm, like that reassures yeah. the family. Mm, that you're doing something. Yeah. My mom was, the other day, was just browsing through. Okay, no, she wasn't browsing through. I knew that that program was going to air at the time. But then I was on Spice TV. Mm. And then she was like, I'm showing her mind. She was like, ah, yes, that's my daughter. But she won't want to say it out. <laughs> I know. So things like that give them assurance. So you need to have done it for a while. And you need to have been... A little bit successful at it so that that conversation is easier to be had with your parents. Yes, um, you don't owe them any explanation, but really you do because they sent you to school at the mm, end of the day. Yeah. They did send you to school. It's not supposed to be repaid, but you have to be appreciative for that. Yeah. I went to Bowen. I know, right, girl? It's money. <laughs> it's money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so that was it. I basically just made sure that I'd done it for a while. They had seen a little bit of potential of what this can be. Mm. And then the conversation was easier. Mm. Yeah, That's Interesting, it. interesting. I think at this point, my mom actually starts to trust me when mm-hmm. I say, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, because she's seen like, she's seen the impact, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, 
they like to be able to see. I mean, they don't see it from the beginning. Yeah. When there's nothing, but when you start to like show results, mm-hmm. it, it kind of kind of it helps you. Yeah. It, like, it does. Thank you very much for that wisdom. You're welcome. You know? Don't leave me. You're welcome. <laughs> but then you were talking about the fact that you have to do things to be relevant. You know, mm. and I can only imagine. It feels like pressure mm. because. Me too. I am trying. Let me not lie, guys. Me too. I want to be an influencer. You know, I want to be on Spice TV. Come on. You know. But then, like she mentioned, you know, you're, I'm sitting down here and I'm thinking, some of these events, I don't even want to go. I like to be in my cubicle in my house. And I still want to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, this is a struggle for me. So how do you how do you deal with that in the sense of, how do you deal with the challenges that come? I feel like a lot of times people only see the, oh, she's going for an event. She's on this. She's doing this. Mm-hmm. But like the challenges behind the scene. First, tell us what the challenges are and then how to deal with them. Mm, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> Take your time. Let's start with, okay, what are the challenges? Yeah, so the challenges of being an influencer are numerous. First mm. of all, there's Nigeria as a challenge on its own. <laughs> like Nigeria takes the big chunk. On its own, no. Yesterday, I was at a YouTube event and there was a panel. And there the panel was someone from South Africa. There was Kiki. There was another influencer. And then the head of YouTube, I think marketing or something. Right there on the panel at this big event center, lights went off. Wow. Lights went off. Nigeria. I'm like, what? So Nigeria is a challenge on its own. And it's not even for just influencers, even for established, you can, you can bypass that. So, I mean, there's electricity, there is internet. The, the industry is still very young. Mm-hmm. So you have to double convince people that you are the right person for the job, that the job is even the right thing to do, first of all, because <laughs> brands are just like, okay, I'm going to send you stuff and you're going to put it on your page and then I'm going to pay you. So you always have to, you know, double convince them. There is also that because it's still very niche. What we recognize in Nigeria is more celebrity marketing than influencer marketing. So they want to give, let me not mention names, but you know what celebrity is. And it's not, it's not a bad thing. I mean, those ones have grown so much to attain that position that they are. But then sometimes you want your product to be very um, relatable, very accessible. I want to see it on a normal human being. Mm. I don't want to see your dress on someone with coke figure body. I want to see it on someone with a little bit of pot belly and mm. a little bit of weight. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So you always have to convince them of all of that. Those are major challenges. And because also the industry is young, there is no regulation to like pricing. Mm. It's not like when you go to markets and everybody's selling you, ah, you want to buy this chicken for 1000 Don't you know that one kilo, um, one kilo is now 3000 and everybody's aligned on that yeah. pricing or something like that. But here in Nigeria with influencing, it is not. So even when those brands come to you and then you give them your price based on, ah, ah, I know my what, mm-hmm. this is what I should be charging yeah. and this is what I'm going to charge but then there are some people that will go behind you and charge literally half and minus half of that <laughs> amount and you're just like guys like is it that you just want the money or you don't want this industry to to grow because to grow? it's it's a menace the same way photographers are looking at influencers one kind because they're like this brand could have come to me for this shoot mm-hmm. and I could have built them this but because you're an influencer And you probably are not using proper camera or lighting Mm -hmm. and you're not paying for studio space. You charge lesser and you're not supposed to be charging lesser because, I mean, not paying for studio space and all of that. You make up for it with your platform and the community that you have. So your money should be a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with influencers to influencers. So it's, it's a constant struggle. So those are like the major challenges of being an influencer, creating Nigeria. Nigeria in terms of lights. Um, internet places to shoot they are mm. fine places in Nigeria I look at my counterparts abroad mm. and I'm seeing the cute cute places that they are taking their pictures if you do find a cute place here in Nigeria to take pictures trust me they are charging you I went to a restaurant one day I wanted to buy food but I also wanted to do content I was wearing a dress and I wanted to snap it and they knew that I wanted to take a picture because I came with someone and then I had 
phone, no, not even <laughs> camera. But they knew from the way I was dressed and mm. everything that ah, this girl is a content creator. They came to me and said, oh, we know that you're going to buy food, but you have to buy food worth hmm? 30K or so to be able to take pictures with your phone. No, 25K to be able to take pictures with your phone for 30 minutes. That's all we give you. I'm <laughs> buying food here. Wow. Trust me. When you see content creators snapping in fine places, they paid or mm. like they know the, the owner. Mm. And you don't always know the owner, you mm-hmm. know. These streets are littered. Wires are everywhere. Like you can't even snap on the streets. Even on the streets, you deal with Aguero's. Exactly. Oh my God, Aguero's. <laughs> Fam. So that's it. Those are the challenges really. It's a lot. I'm getting aggravated. <laughs> Guys, I'm looking at her face right now and I, I wish I took a picture of that. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a whole lot. And then dealing with the part where you talked about, you know, the whole need to be relevant. How mm. do you deal with that? Yeah. So, when I say relevance, I don't mean it in the negative term. Mm-hmm. Some people might think that that is what I mean, but mm-hmm. it's in the positive, you know, light. Yeah. You have to stay relevant and that mm-hmm. comes with consistency. Consistency with your job with the improvements in your work, consistency with keeping up appearances. That's very mm. important. Because, hmm. <laughs> spill it, spill it. You don't want to be blacklisted mm. by PR agencies who invite you for events and then say they invite you four times and you don't go. Mm. And then they stop inviting you. Wow. And these events is where you meet Potential collaborators, say other influencers mm. that you can collaborate with. Oh my God. Potential brands that you can work with. Or just putting yourself out there. Potential content you can make that can make you go viral. Because mm. some people have gone viral with content that they've shot at events that they've gone for. Mm. And some brands have noticed you from events that you've gone for for another brand. And then they are inviting you to their own events or they are sending you brief invoice or whatever for their own brand. Do you understand? So you have to, it's like work. You have to show up at work. I'm sorry to put them on blast. MTN, they really don't work every day. But their workers show up every day whether or not they are working, whether or not the internet is up. Mm. Same for Glow. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So you always have to show up whether or not it works. Mm. You have to treat it when, when people think about influencing or being a content creator, a social media manager, or even just working in a creative, creative space, space. Yeah. they think that you have the liberty of lounging. Mm. You do. You have your time. You can create your time, but you always have to show up. And I think mm. that's where people miss it. It's like a normal nine to five. Today, yeah. I woke up at six o'clock. Mm. Yes. I took clothes from the washing machine to go and hang the one that was on the line. I brought back <laughs> into fold. I had my bath, did my makeup, and then I'm out. Before I get home today, it will probably be 10 p.m. Wow. Trust me. Because I know the three o'clock events will probably start at four, and then it will go into like night before I then transport myself back to my house. Do you understand? So it's, it's like nine to five. It's just that you can choose your struggle. You can say, oh, I want to struggle with this, with brand A. I don't want the wala of brand B. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference between being a creative person and working a nine-to-five. With a nine-to-five, you can't, you can't change your boss. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but as an influencer, I can change my boss. If I say I don't want to work with this brand again, I'm not going to work with it. The day before yesterday, I sent money back to a brand. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Hmm. I sent them their, their deposit back. I'm like, I don't want to. You're looking like a troublesome client. And I don't want trouble in my life. I left that since. So that's it. Mm. You always have to stay relevant. And relevance is just showing up. Mm. You always have to be consistent on your platform, whatever it is you're doing. You always have to put out work. If you're supposed to make appearances, you always have to do it. Because that's really how you that's really how you grow. I feel very seen. You know, I was telling you earlier today <laughs> that I got an invite yesterday and I'm like, mm, do I want to go? Do I want to go? <laughs> now I'm feeling very seen and like, Jessica, yeah. you should have gone. Because listening to you talk is like, ah, maybe these are the little things that I'm not doing. Yeah. That's probably making me not blue. <laughs> now I see the cause of the problem. Yes, guys. you always have to. Yesterday I was at an event where my 
let me just name it. YouTube is big. <laughs> I was at a YouTube event where they basically broadcasted, right? Or broadcast. broadcast yeah. My content on like a large screen at a bigger YouTube event. Mm. And immediately I saw it, I just had to take a video. Mm-hmm, I saw so that there video. So <laughs> there is, if I had not gone, first of all, mm. I won't have seen that. True. I won't have been able to take that video. I won't even know that something like that is happening and mm-hmm. my face was going to be, you know, everywhere like that. And now I've taken that shot of me in the shots and I put it on my Instagram and everybody's looking at me like, whoa. <laughs> yes. I'm sure brands are like, ah, I wish it was my hair she was wearing in this video. Mm. Oh, I wish it was my dress she was wearing in this video. Maybe I would have gotten some relevance from this. And that's where you always want to be top of mind mm. in the minds of your clients, in the minds of your potential clients. Mm. So that's, that's like a typical example. Like I'm here and I'm nodding my head because it's mm-hmm. so true. And even yeah. the fact that before they could take your picture at that event to use for the next event, that means for the first event, you showed up. I showed you did up. You your exactly. makeup. You were looking good. Exactly. You took pictures, you know, and they probably noticed you. Yes. Because like, you're consistent. Yes. Like somebody in YouTube yeah. actually went to my name and typed Lade. <laughs> and it came out, me. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, this is the video we're going to use. Mm. Let's even take YouTube out of it. Say that person leaves YouTube and has a brand mm-hmm. and is thinking of an influencer to use. The person will remember, ah, this girl that I shortlisted for yeah. YouTube, that this person will be perfect for my brand. Mm-hmm. See? In fact, I feel like most of these people have a list of people they work with. Mm-hmm. And once you like are in their radar or yeah. on their list, they always come back. And yeah. that's because you are showing up. So yeah, mm-hmm. well done. Thank I you. definitely believe in the brand. <laughs> Thank you. So now let's talk about people who are probably listening to this and they're thinking, oh, I want to do this. I also want to be a digital content creator. I want to, you know, this is the part I want to take. Mm-hmm. First question would be, do you think it's too late? Because I've heard people say, oh, the industry is saturated. There are a lot of people right now who are influencers, micro-influencers, nano-influencers, every type of influencers. There are people who are creating different. YouTube is like, like you were talking about views. You, everybody is creating content right now. So first, do you think the industry is too saturated for anybody to come in? No, the industry is not too saturated. In short, we don't have enough right now. Are you for real? I'm for real. And I know what, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, explain. See, we're all different human beings. Mm. We are all different. There are lots of comedians, but then their deliveries are different. Mm. There are lots of fashion influencers, but their deliveries are different. There are some people that are transition gods. Mm. That See, um, Item, mm. that's his name, on all the platforms, Instagram, everywhere. His transitions are crazy. Mm. There are other fashion influencers, say Noye, for, in- for instance. Noye's transitions to are like amazing. There are makeup artists who want to infuse comedy into their makeup. Mm-hmm. There are fashion influencers that just like the soft life. They just want to come on and then just show it. Mm-hmm. There are others that want to do it um, vlog style. They say, oh, hey guys, so today I'm going here and this is the outfit I'm wearing. And then they show the outfit. There are others that just want to mounts the camera and then just dance in front of the camera showing the outfits. Mm. Do you understand? So there is a you element in everything. You just need to know what it is you want to do or you bring. Yes, there might be a lot of comedians. There might be a lot of fashion influencers. There might be a lot of travel influencers. But then your way is different. If you come today and say you want to start doing influencing your native tongue nobody's gonna hold you Mm. and people you will still have your audience yep trust me yep so you just basically need to have a first of all your face is the one difference like you don't look like the other person that is doing it so that's Mm -hmm. that's an advantage to you first your size and whatever is also an advantage to you Mm. then your delivery is another advantage to you there are lots of people who do paint work art but some do thread some do um, watercolor, some do chalk, some do pencil. Mm. Like, it, it's different. Yes, you might find another person that is doing pencil such as you, but then, like, your strokes are different. Yep. Your strokes are different. Even the community that you are is different. A lot of um, Abuja, like, influencers are doing their own thing, working with the Abuja yeah. brands. And the ones in Lagos are doing their own thing, working yep. with Lagos brands. And mm-hmm. the ones... The ones in Abuja, I think they're even making more money than the ones in Lagos because they are not like a lot. And mm. Abuja has money. Mm. <laughs> now that's, that's our cue to go to Abuja. That's the cue to yes. go to Abuja. So your environment is also another differentiating factor. Apart mm. from like your face, you, delivery, environment. So you see, 
you already have line of demarcation mm. plenty so you just need to find out what yours is and yes. run with it yes. interesting amazing yes. so now how do they go about i know you've already you've already shared a lot of tips but mm-hmm. if you were to give advice to somebody who's starting what are the three things you tell them to do right now okay one is really sit down and analyze what it is you love to do mm. because see creative work our job is one where we put we wear our hearts on our sleeves mm. and our output is actually in the work mm. i don't know how else to explain it so like your love is inside the job mm. as a nine to fiver you might not like it but then you just want to go yeah. but as a creative person you have to love it that's the major difference between us mm. and maybe somebody that works in engineering <laughs> you need to love what it is you want to do and then when you decide that do it mm. start start you want to paint eh oh yeah do something like i don't know draw something on the wall in your bedroom like start something you don't wait for like a big thing to happen no i want to have all the gadgets say you want to start a podcast and then you want to have like a mini studio in your house mm. like you can just have a phone yep a quiet place mm-hmm. and record yep i mean that's how i started exactly and here we are in this fine studio <laughs> <laughs> like if you are going to enter your bathroom to do it enter your bathroom lucky i used to stay in my wardrobe to get like <laughs> to get perfect silence so yes i understand i agree <laughs> exactly like you need to start and see time is waiting for nobody before you know yeah. it i'm saying my 20s but like i'm looking at 30 front line i'm just like oh my god where did it go <laughs> So you need to st- imagine if I had not started since. Mm. And it doesn't matter if you are doing something else and you want to like explore that other thing that you love and then see where it goes. Now is the time. I know that a lot of people that listen to this podcast are in their 20s yeah. or even their 30s. You are so young. Even if you are 80, actually, there are TikTokers that are 80 mm-hmm. and then they are dancing on TikTok. And we're loving that. And we're loving it. We're, and we're, we're sharing eating, it. We're eating up the content. In fact. <laughs> So it's never too late, but start now. Mm, yeah. Perfect. Like, start now. You had her. Now. Start now. I'm started. I've started already. Yes. Yes. So we're on the start right path. Now. Join us and let's get it moving. So now let's talk about money. Yeah. The my money favorite part. part. Because I'm like, most people think in my head, self, yes, influencers are making money. Mm. Yes. Mm. So tell us about that part. How is the money like? <laughs> <laughs> Ah. <laughs> <laughs> is it the thought of the money that is making you high? No, it's the expectation that people always have. <laughs> it's the expectation that always just makes me. Hmm. Okay, cool. Money is good. In short, it's I important. love money. It Who does? Very important. Mm-hmm. But then, in Nigeria and in this industry that I'm in, in this influencer industry, we are not paid as much as people think we are. And yeah, that's it. So, I mean, let me, let's just even start with ways you can make money as an influencer. Mm-hmm. You can make money with brand deals. Yep. Say they want you to promote this thing and then you have a community where you can promote it on, you know, charge for that, you charge a sum for that, depending on your engagements, your followers, mm-hmm. and your potential, you know, reach. You can charge based on that. Also, you can make money from affiliate marketing, which is where a brand comes to you and then they say, we don't have money to pay you. But if you talk about our brand and then they purchase through, say, a link that we've provided to you, you're going to get a percentage of whatever sales we make. So if your community is strong and like anything you say, they don't even think about it. They just go and buy. That's it you will make a lot of money with that. A lot of people make a lot of money with it. They don't even do brand deals. Affiliate marketing is where they are strong at. And then you can, you know, through your platform, sell your own merchandise. Mm. Say you want now want to start, you know, doing lip gloss, like Eniola, which you get. You can start selling your own products through that. I mean, those are those are the major ways you can make money as an influencer. And of course, you have different platforms that you can make money on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I don't know of any other <laughs> right now. 
<laughs> so those are ways you can make money. Simple, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not that simple. <laughs> <laughs> so make actual money. You have to have sense and business sense. Mm. Your contracts needs to be perfect. You need to know what to even apply in your contract. Do you know that until recently, I wasn't charging for usage rights. And usage rights is when a brand says, oh, I want to be able to use this content for a year. Or they say, I want to be able to just use this content for six months. Usually, the base is six months. But then when it starts to go to a year, two, you are supposed to charge usage rights. Mm. On that. It's a percentage of whatever amount you've agreed on. Wow. There's that. It's not popular in Nigeria I've because never heard of it exactly because I mean the industry is still growing and we're just still learning and yeah. things like that. Some brands will still say, "No, I want to be able to use your content for life." In short, they will say, "Put it in the contract that I own this content for life, and you cannot use it again once you put it on your channel." You get so there is that. So you need to. <laughs> it's not easy. See, it's like proper work. <laughs> there is the research part. Do you know that sometimes to get on a brand's radar, you have to research them, research what they are interested in, research, for example, hashtags that they follow so that you can now buy a product that is relevant to that hashtag. And when you put it on your page, you use the hashtag and somehow, somehow it ends up on their timeline. Mm. And then they're like, oh, that is here. Let's use that for this campaign. <laughs> Do you get Or sometimes you just have to go out and actually buy the products yourself and use it and do free work. Mm. Just so they can notice you and then hopefully pay you. Hopefully. Hopefully. Still hopefully. <laughs> it's not even set in stone. It's not like, okay, I know that if I'm going to work today, I'm getting money today. Mm. That's not how it is with influencing. And one month, you can be rolling in money. Mm. Can have brands back to back. And then for the next five months, you won't have any brand. Or like small brands. Or like once a month. After that. So nothing is set. Nothing is constant. But what, what is constant is you, your plan, how you save, and how you plan for the future. Mm. Do you get? So you have to think about this as a business. You have to look for the brands. And that's staying relevant, being, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you send emails, say, oh, my name is so-and-so. I have this platform I do this and I feel like you'll be the best brand to work with because, you know, I also like the products that you put out. You know, you have to reach out to all these brands Mm. too. So (laughs) with this two points of mine, (laughs) I hope I've been able to convince you that it's really not as easy. Mm. Yeah, some easy money comes. I'm not even going to lie. Easy money comes, say, from like a big brand, international brand. And then they just drop that money. And it's even in foreign currency. You're just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. But other times, m- more often than not, you are actually working and you are actually going after the brands. You are holding them by the hem of their garment that please, <laughs> even if it's just a crumb, just pass it on to me. Mm. get So yeah, that's that's really that's relates with money. I'm not shy to talk about money. In short, if you want me to go into numbers, I can. I'm not really shy to talk about money when it comes to influencing. But I just want to be able to manage expectations. Yeah. Also, for people who want to go into it, this is not the time to quit your 9 to 5, especially if you've not done it for a while. Mm, it's yeah. not. Because yes, we are going to start as a micro-influencer, except God Nano. favors you. Exactly. <laughs> Nano. Except God favors you and your first content just blows. Mm, Some people are like that. Yeah, Their viral. first content blows. And that's it for them. Mm. They just go up from there. Yeah, that's yeah. like that's that's so true. But I still feel like they have to continue because another yeah. thing is the whole oh yeah, you do it for a while, people know you for that time. But just like celebrities, if they're not acting, you're not seeing them in movies all the time. You mm-hmm. just have to wonder, where's this person? I've not seen this yeah. person in a while. It's like they probably have not done content for like two months. Yeah. But somehow I feel like I have not seen them in forever and yes. you just forget about them. Yes. So I feel like just like you said, in terms of consistency, yeah. consistency. Voila. <laughs> <laughs> and staying relevant. <laughs> The truth is, I feel like I can continue talking to you for the Aww. whole of today because it's been amazing talking to you and you have dropped Dang. a lot of gems. So thank you very much. Thank but you. But just before you go, you know, what's the one thing you'd say out there about your life as an influencer or an advice or a wrap-up for everything you've said, something we can keep with us as the wise words of Vladi? Yeah. <laughs> start now. Mm. Now is the best time to start. Not... Tomorrow, not in the next one minute. Like now, as you're listening to me, if you want to be a fashion influencer, snap what you're wearing right now. <laughs> you're not naked. <laughs> Take a picture of it. 
Len- ah, I forgot to mention a whole part of this influencing thing. What part is that? It is that you will learn to do a lot of things. Mm. You will learn to edit. Mm. I think you mentioned when you said you're already a lawyer. Yes. <laughs> you will learn to draft documents. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to talk to people, you're going to learn how to Girl, buy first network. I'm still str- I'm struggling with that. Same. <laughs> Same. You're going to learn how to network, even public speaking. Because mm-hmm. sometimes the brands want you to actually, you know, talk about it, not just mm-hmm. show it in video and then voiceover or just music. And then you, they want you to actually say it or they want you to attend an event where you're actually going to speak. Do you get? So you have to learn all of that. Yeah. Oh God. Editing styles, transition styles. You'll be a cinematographer, first of all. Girl. And it, it's not just for fashion. Even for people who do Fashion illo- illustration, yeah, for instance. Yeah, everybody. You have to learn to market yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to learn it. So, yes. Yeah, so, start now because there's a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. And if you don't start, you are delaying the learning process. <laughs> yes, really. True. true yeah, true. so just start now. Thank you very much. Thank and that's you. it, guys. Like, we've learned a lot from Ladi today. We've gotten from her wisdom. Come on. Like, right now, I feel like I'm about to become a better influencer and a better content creator Can't because wait. of the knowledge I've gotten. Because me, I'm such a lazy person. <laughs> like she says, I'm always thinking of lounging. I'm like, life is not hard, darling. <laughs> Maybe it's because I stay at my nine to five. I guess if I take, mm. the, if I, if I take the leap, I probably would realize, hey, because there's this fear of when it's the only thing where you know, like you're at the, your back is against the wall and mm-hmm. it's like, is this or nothing? You know, yeah. I think that makes you very strong. Yes. But until then, I am happy to have learned from Ladi today. Um, I think I should actually give her a chance to tell us your YouTube channel, your so that we can connect with you and learn more. Yes, from you. Uh, it's very important. <laughs> Networking. Where you go for all these events, so you have to drop. You know, have your card mm. or whatever, and drop your handles. Mm. Yesterday, I was at an event and I wanted to ask a question. Before I ask the question, I just drop all my handles first <laughs> before asking the question. Anyways, moving on. Um, on Instagram, you'll find me official underscore Lade. Mm. On YouTube is Lade Ibikunle. On TikTok is Lade dot On Twitter is also official underscore Lade. Even the Twitter, I really don't do much. <laughs> I'm just there to view other people's tweets and retweet their tweets. <laughs> So All right, guys. It. So you've heard her. If you'd like to connect with Lade, follow her across her social media platforms yes. and be part of her family. Yeah. I don't want to have you. Mm-hmm. And until next time, this is 20 Somethings Rant. Don't forget to tune in next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>Thank you for listening if you enjoyed listening don't forget to drop a review and rate on itunes spotify and jam it also you can join the conversation on twitter using the hashtag hashtag 20 somethings rant or follow on instagram at 20 somethings rant or send an email to 20 somethings rant at gmail.com until next time i remain jessica fortunes bye-bye